Hey there, welcome to Girl Makes Fire, your go-to podcast for practical tools and solutions for the everyday challenges of being a creative and spiritual entrepreneur living in a material world. If you're a mission-driven, purpose-aligned, spirit-drenched creative, or a small business owner who's equal parts woo-woo and badass girl boss, or if you're just getting started becoming any of those things, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Deborah C. Smith. I'm a holistic business coach and the owner of several successful small businesses, and I'm here to offer you support with creativity, mindset, daily practices, and getting into imperfect action so you too can find balance while building your dream business. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to the Girl Makes Fire podcast. I'm your host, Deborah C. Smith, and today's episode is another foundational concept episode, really a mindset episode. Um, I really want to start this creative process by laying down some of the pillars of my own experience and to define the common themes that are going to be revisited throughout the content that I share with you here. So last week we took a peek at what it means to have a holistic business and the importance of including your own personal wellness in your overall plan. Today I wanted to touch upon the idea of getting into imperfect action. So we're going to talk a little bit about what it means to feel the fear, but do it anyways, to do things messy at first, but no matter what, to just do it, to get started. And I'm going to share some benefits of taking imperfect action. We'll talk about the importance of consistency. And then I'm going to share three tools to help you when you're feeling stuck. So when you're feeling scared, three things that you can do to get off the fence, to stop questioning yourself, and to get to work doing the thing that you know that you want or need to be doing. So as small business owners, as solopreneurs, it is so easy for us to get stuck in analysis paralysis, right? It's easy to look at our peers or our competitors and feel like we're not ready to share our work yet. That voice inside our heads that could be hypercritical and we get stuck feeling like we don't like our images or don't like the way our voice sounds or, you know, the website isn't finished yet or the quality of a video isn't good enough to be put out. So there's just so many common fears and uncertainties that solopreneurs face every single day when we're getting started. So even if you have a great business plan or a financial support from outside sources, even if you have a team, even if you have tons of experience in your field and you're truly an expert at whatever it is that you do, fears are going to surface when you put something new out into the world. And even experienced and weathered entrepreneurs such as myself and many people out there who you recognize as you know at the top of their game, these same questions and fears are in each and every one of us. So we think, am I going to be able to earn enough money with this idea? Can I afford to leave my current job if I try this new business idea? Do I have what it takes to stick with this long enough to see it actually succeed? What if I try this new approach and it fails? What if people laugh at my video? What if my friends, family, coworkers don't like what I put out there? That kind of stuff is always in the back of our mind. So I can very much relate to all those thoughts and fears. Uh, I've been working in the entrepreneurial space for 17 years. And so in those years, I've taken a lot of risks. I've tried a lot of new things, some things that really did not work out, some that were downright embarrassing, and some that were wildly successful because I made you know, an effort and I took a risk and I tried something new. But regardless of the outcome, they all feel the same way starting out, right? It's just a lot of questions about how it's going to go and how it's going to be perceived by your ideal client, your audience, 
you know, and then does this idea have wings? Like, can it fly? So a part of owning your own business is taking risks, and that comes with a lot of unknowns. Inevitably, you're going to try something that doesn't go right. There's going to be times that things don't work out the way you hoped that it would, and you're going to have fails. So a really powerful approach to this fact of solopreneur entrepreneurship is to embrace that potential outcome, right? Get into action anyways. And if you're going to fail, then fail fast, get it over with so you can learn something and evolve. There are huge benefits of looking your fears in the face and saying, yeah, this is terrifying, but I'm going to do it anyway, because this is the logical next step for me to take to get where I'm headed to build my dream business. So here are a few benefits of taking imperfect action, even when it's messy and even when you feel that uncertainty. Number one, you're going to learn from your mistakes. So the faster that you fail and make a mistake, the faster you learn what to do correctly, right? The the next time you won't make that same mistake. So it's really actually quite helpful because you are going to make mistakes. So you might as well get them over with, right? Get it out of your system. Learning from your mistakes is a part of being an entrepreneur. And so when you get into action, you make (laughs) mistakes a lot quicker and therefore you learn a lot faster. You grow a lot faster. Number two, it helps you to immediately build momentum, right? So when we get into action, we feel the energetic shift, we feel the momentum from it, and it helps us to continue showing up and doing the work of building our business, reaching out to people, whatever it is we need to be doing, that initial motion, that initial taking that first step gets us into momentum. And number three, once you overcome your fear from by taking action, you're actually gonna build a lot of confidence and that confidence is gonna help you to reduce the amount of time it takes you to get into action the next time. So by getting into messy, imperfect action, you speed up your process, you learn quicker by failing quicker and you build momentum and then you, you get better at what you're doing much more quickly. So I wanna encourage you to let go of perfectionism and embrace this messy process of starting and growing your business. There's gonna be bumps along the way Um, And I know that perfectionism can be the result of some very deep-seated insecurities. A lot of times that comes from our childhood. There may be work to do around why you feel certain fears. And if that's the case for you, then it's even more important to address that, to move through that, and to get past it so you can start living the life that you're meant to live. So those are just a few benefits. Let's talk about the power of consistent action. Hey guys, if you're busy building your own small business, then you probably already know how important it is to fuel your body with high quality nutrition. Nothing is worse than having an important deadline and feeling exhausted or battling fog brain. That's why I love Sakara Life's signature nutrition program. I get all the benefits of nutritious plant-based meals, such as glowing skin, better sleep, and feeling more energized without having to spend a ton of time on meal prep. That means I can take care of business and still have time for all the other things I love. Get 20% off your first order with Sakara when you use the link in the show notes and the code XODEB at checkout. So to my mind, one of, if, if not the most important characteristics of an entrepreneurship is consistency. So when you're consistent, you send a message to your audience, your consumer or your future customer or client, that you are reliable. So when you consistently show up day after day, week after week, month after month, 
doing the thing that you said you were going to do, whether that's posting things on social media, whether that's creating the product or the service that you offer, whether that's hosting a weekly live YouTube channel or a, an audio or some type of webinar where you teach for free, whatever it is that you said you were going to do or that you want to do, you need to do it consistently every week, every day, whatever it is that you create for your pattern, consistency is critical. So you will fortify trust within your community and that trust builds connections with people. And I promise you, you can make mistakes right in front of those people because if they're your people, they're gonna embrace that too. I mean, think of any number of examples of YouTube videos that I'm sure you've watched where the person was, you know, made a mistake and showed their bloopers. I mean, we're drawn to real authentic connections and real authentic stories. So you being a real person and maybe not having the exactly perfect sentence, you know, crafted or making a mistake live on air, live on camera, that's actually just endearing and totally fine. It makes you more human to your client. But you want to create consistency because it does build that trust and it does help to ensure your potential client that they can count on you to show up in the way you said that you would. For creative artists and musicians and, and makers who put out actual art, painting, jewelry, sculpture, maybe albums, this is a commonly understood that to build a body of art and become known for a style, you need to consistently show up to the canvas or in the studio and essentially practice. It's no different whatsoever for a person trying to build a small business. It's exactly the same thing. Online businesses thrive on consistency. So to do this, it helps to have some strategies in place for staying motivated and accountable, such as setting achievable goals, right? You could follow the SMART goal system. That's a really helpful tool. Uh, establishing routines and daily practices that become your standard, and then also finding support networks. So that could be an online group, it could be a co-working room, it could be group coaching, it could even be one-on-one -on -one support from a business coach. Accountability is just so helpful, particularly at the beginning phase of your journey when you're still figuring out what it is that you're going to do. So here are a few of my tips for overcoming procrastination, right? Getting out of analysis paralysis and perfectionism mindset and staying focused on taking small, consistent steps towards your long-term goals. So number one, write down your goals, both large and small, in a place where you're going to see it every single day. This could be a whiteboard. You could create a vision board and then continually update it. This could be your desktop screensaver. You could use sticky notes that you post on the wall next to you, right? So writing down your, your goals. Number two, tell at least one person what you're working towards. So if you are a solopreneur and you don't have a business partner or you know, an accountability group or a coach, tell your partner, tell your spouse, tell your best friend, tell somebody what you're working towards. Tell them when you're going to have it done by. These types of connections and accountability really help to help us uh, get into action. And then commit to using a daily planner that outlines your needle-moving tasks for the day. So it's really easy to get caught up in procrastinating, which is basically, you know, watching videos that are going to teach you something or just do noodling around inside a platform that you're learning. Um, a great example is like designing things in Canva. There's a million templates and in a million different ways that you could do something. And it's easy to burn an hour or two working on something, trying to get it perfect, when you could be 
focusing on a more needle-moving task, like reaching out to five new people who might be interested in your service or your offer, right? It's more effective to be connecting with people, telling them about what it is that you do, finding out if they're interested in working with you, than it is to be spending hours of your day, you know, designing a, a flyer for, you know, a future event. So, I really recommend using a daily planner that helps you to focus on those needle-moving tasks. And I designed a holistic day planner that I use every single day myself, which truly helps me stay focused. So I'm going to give you a copy of that for free, and I'll link to it in the show notes. I'll talk about that a little bit more at the end. So moving on to three tools that can help you get into action when you're feeling stuck, right? When you're feeling you know, noticing that you're not getting a lot accomplished when you feel like you're procrastinating, when you feel stuck in perfectionism. So tool number one is to break down your, the, whatever the thing is that's causing you to feel stuck into smaller steps. So just about every single task that we do can be faceted out into tiny little micro baby steps And what happens when we do this is that we get that little burst of momentum that we're looking for. So if, for example, uh, you know, just to take the example of designing a flyer in Canva, it's a great example. It's an easy place to spend a lot more time than need be. Well, if you're stuck trying to perfect this flyer, break that down into smaller pieces. What is the copy that is going into it? What are the images that are going into it? Who is the target audience that you have in mind to reach and make sure that whatever you're putting in there image and copy wise aligns with that target audience. I would break that design flyer is a single checkbox on your list, but what if it was broken down into three or four tiny little baby steps? Write the copy, choose the images, arrange the copy in the images, right? That's, you know, it's kind of nuanced, but maybe those tiny baby steps will help you feel momentum and get through that task a lot quicker. So using checklists is a really great way to do this. Um, I have lots of checklists that I will happily share with you throughout the course of this podcast. Um, But yeah, they just help you to make sure that you're not forgetting any of those little micro tasks that come within the larger project. Um, It's a great way to track your progress as well. And like I said, you know, when you check off those little boxes, you get that little burst of serotonin and it helps us get into further momentum. Okay. Tool number two to help you get unstuck and get into imperfect action when you are feeling perfectionism or paralysis is to use the Mel Robbins tool of 54321, Just Do It. So Mel Robbins has a great book. It's called The High Five Habit. And basically, you know, it's the idea that our brains will just align with what we're doing and help us get there a lot faster if we just take, take that first step, right? We just need to get started. So have you ever felt, you know, complete dread about doing exercise? Like you really just don't want to do it. But the second that you lace up those sneakers and take that very first step, you feel a shift. Or the minute you walk through that gym door, you get that little burst of energy. Or the moment that you step on the mat, you know, a few minutes later, you're doing the jumping jacks because you got on the mat. And so moments ago, you thought that would be impossible. But as soon as you get on that mat you actually have the energy and the ability to do the exercise. So that's the power of just getting started. So use the five, four, three, two, one trick, the high five habit. It's just basically counting backwards from five and pushing yourself off the cliff, no matter what it is that you're procrastinating on. This really does work. It's a great habit to develop, to push yourself to take a tiny step um, and get into action. And then tool number three 
that I want to share with you is to seek out support. So it's really helpful to reach out to a mentor, a peer, an online community of people who may know something about what you're going through to get their guidance, um, encouragement, and, and just a little bit of support during challenging times. So there's so many good ways to do this. Uh, you know, if you are, for example, working on a particular software that's new to you, like if you are starting to use ConvertKit to do email marketing and you're not really sure what you're doing, get into the creator network that they offer and ask questions. It's incredible that community is so robust and flourishing and there's lots of people there willing to help. Same thing if you were building your first course. Find a Facebook group of people also building their course in that same platform and ask questions. Get support from people doing the same thing you're doing. Um, and then, of course, you can, you, know, you can always look for YouTube videos that will help give you solutions if you're stuck with something. Um, and also, I would say, you know, finding an accountability pod or a group of like-minded people who are just on their entrepreneurial journey at the same time as you Sometimes it helps to have um, co-working sessions and just connect with people and say, okay, for the next 20 minutes, I'm designing a flyer, you're writing copy for your new email, check back in with me in 20 minutes, let's get it done. I've had great success creating free uh, peer-to-peer co-working groups where we just met up, stated our you know, goal for the session, worked for 35 minutes or something, signed off, you know, checked back in right before we signed off and had a quick but very efficient co-working session. And then, of course, if you really feel like you're procrastinating about your dream business or project and you need more help than that, then, of course, you can hire a coach, hire a mentor, um, somebody who is going to, you know, be a paid support system for you, somebody who will help you with consistency and creating a plan and giving you clear step-by-step guidance. So that's always a great idea. I've had lots of coaches on my own journey, and I'll be frank, I struggled a lot. I definitely have a creative brain, right? I have a spicy brain, and so it's helped me a lot to have coaches who were able to give me step-by-step coaching so that I could get through tasks that otherwise seemed unimaginable to me And then, of course, once you do something that felt like it was impossible, you know, just weeks or months earlier, it's really motivating. You realize, holy cow, I just designed an entire, you know, whatever course, video. I just connected with my clients and taught a free class. Like, those things feel really exciting. And they give you a lot of confidence. Okay, so just to recap, I want to remind you, we talked about the importance of embracing imperfect action. It's a major game changer for you as an entrepreneur, as a solopreneur, to get into the habit of saying, looking in the mirror and saying, this is uncomfortable, this feels vulnerable, I'm super scared, but you know what? I'm going to take this next action step, the one that I know I need to take. And the things that you will gain from doing that include, but are not limited to, building momentum, right? Building confidence and getting quickly through that phase of entrepreneurship where you need to learn a lot by making mistakes so that you can minimize the amount of mistakes that you made later on. We also talked about the critical tool of becoming consistent with your work and I shared three proactive steps that you can take when you start to feel stuck. So I want to encourage you to implement these strategies that we discussed today and really continue taking small, imperfect actions towards your creative business goals. 
Make sure that you go to my show notes, download the free daily holistic uh, day planner. All of my clients use this tool. They love it. They swear by it. I get messages all the time saying that it's truly helping people make progress in their day. So please um, take a copy of that for yourself and feel free to reach out to me if you have questions about it. And just remember, progress, not perfection, is the ultimate goal. You are not necessarily the best at what you do right this red hot moment, but to become the best, you're going to have to practice. You're going to have to get into action and move through this messy, vulnerable period. So when you're building something that's meant to be sustainable, it's important you show up every day, you take baby steps, and that you don't let the fear of failure keep you from getting started. The sooner you start, the sooner you'll be able to see true progress. So with that, my fellow entrepreneurs, may you be vibrant, have a great week, and we'll see you same time, same place next week.